What is up everyone, Quinn here back with another video and today I'm going to be talking about some potential bounce back candidates at the wide receiver position. So for whatever reason, these guys kind of ended up flopping in 2022 and I'm just going to talk through whether or not I think they're a solid bet to bounce back and maybe even if I think they can bounce back, are they a solid value at their current ADP? I want to know what you guys think. Do you agree or disagree that these players can bounce back? You buying them at their current price or are you going to be selling them? And then if you enjoy the content, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. But let's jump into the first potential bounce back candidate. It's going to be Debo Samuel. So heading into 2022, he was being drafted as a mid-tier wide receiver one, really in that like wide receiver six, seven, eight range. And he was coming off his 2021 season where he absolutely dominated, averaged 21.2 PPR points per game. And I feel like people only remember that season for when he was used as like a running back wide receiver hybrid. But we have to remember, he was actually used as just a straight up wide receiver in the first like nine weeks of that season. Um, and actually produced very, very well. Then he was like that running back wide receiver hybrid for the rest of the season. And then once again, you know, put up great, great fantasy production. Debo ends up wildly underperforming here in uh, 2022. He finishes as the wide receiver 28 in points per game, which is a massive fall off from being drafted as a mid-tier wide receiver one. And I feel like there were kind of two key factors that led to this uh, tough season out of Debo. The first one was the reemergence of Brandon Ayuk early in the 2021 season where Debo Samuel was operating as just a normal wide receiver. Brandon Ayuk was in the uh, doghouse, which really just limited Debo's competition at wide receiver. There was really nothing going on there for the 49ers. So uh, Brandon Ayuk being more involved this season, kind of getting back to what we saw out of him as a rookie, definitely hurt Debo. And then the second major factor was the addition of Christian McCaffrey. In the second half of the season, Debo was dealing with some absurd target competition. You're competing with Brandon Ayuk at the wide receiver position. You've got George Kittle at tight end. And then you have Christian McCaffrey, who's very involved as a pass catcher out of the backfield. So those are a lot of guys to compete with. And then you also add into the fact that his role on the ground was definitely restricted. After CMC comes in, you have a legit healthy star running back. You're obviously probably not going to be running your uh, wide receiver as much as you once were. So I would anticipate Debo Samuel improving on his 2022 season. He'll probably get some like positive uh, touchdown regression. Um, and then I also think his catch rate just has to go up. This was honestly like the craziest thing probably in this video to me. Debo Samuel had an dot of 4.2, which is wildly low. And he was bringing in less than 60% of his targets. Like I don't even know how that ends up happening. So I do think he's going to bounce back here. I think he kind of has to just given his talent. This is going to be a good offense. But right now on underdog, he's being drafted as the wide receiver 16 in the third round. I can't get that high with him. I haven't gone through my full top 24 wide receivers for uh, ADP, but I feel like he honestly might end up towards the uh, back end of the top 24. And this could be a situation where he's so talented, but there's just so much else you know, going on around him that it may just hurt his overall ceiling. But just looking at all these other weapons, like what is his ceiling in this offense? Is he gonna be a top 12 wide receiver? I don't know. And I also just feel like he's not that safe of an option because we just saw him flop um, last season. And actually after the Christian McCaffrey trade, Brandon Ayuk ended up averaging more points per game than uh, Debo Samuel. So if you want a piece of the uh, wide receivers from this offense, I would just wait a few rounds and snag Brandon Ayuk instead of trying to reach for a guy like Debo Samuel. 
So I think he'll bounce back in the sense that he'll improve on his 2022 season, but I'm not interested in him at his uh, current ADP. Now, the next potential bounce back candidate is going to be DJ Moore. He was actually drafted as like a mid to high end wide receiver two heading into the uh, 2022 season. He was the wide receiver 26 in points per game in 2021, but he severely underperformed in the touchdown department. Only four touchdowns in 17 games. So heading into 2022, I don't think DJ Moore was viewed as like a high upside pick. He had just been a guy that was very consistent for three years in a row and very consistent in bad situations. There was some upside that Baker Mayfield could potentially like unlock some ceiling for DJ Moore. If I remember correctly, I was not super in on Moore last season just because I was worried about the lack of upside. Like I felt like if you were drafting someone as a mid to high end wide receiver too, you want to see some potential for them to be a top 12 wide receiver on the season. Unfortunately, in 2022, he was not able to overcome another bad situation, was the wide receiver 33 in points per game, and he did end up putting together some big games like towards the end of the season. But I mean, if you guys remember, if you had more on your roster, he was pretty much unplayable for a large, large chunk of the season. Now he is in a completely different spot heading into the 2023 season. He gets traded to the Bears, lined up obviously as their clear cut wide receiver one. And I kind of feel like DJ Moore has been very polarizing. Like I think there's two kind of major camps here. The first take with DJ Moore is that he's going to be a bust because Justin Fields is not a good passer. He's not going to thrive here with the Bears. And then the second take, which is way more optimistic, is that Moore is going to boom. He's going to have like that Josh Allen, Diggs, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown situation where you have kind of a younger developing quarterback. They get their wide receiver one, and then both those guys just benefit like crazy. Now, is it possible that Justin Fields never comes around as a solid passer? Sure, I think it's possible. But in my opinion, like people who are making that call already, like it is way too early for that. Like you name me the quarterbacks that are going to be successful throwing to the uh, weapons the Bears had last year behind that offensive line. Equinemius St. Brown started 16 games for the Bears. Dante Pettis started seven. Byron Pringle started four. Like there are so few quarterbacks who are going to look even okay in this offense. Um, You know, these guys would be wide receiver five or sixes on most rosters. Some of these guys probably wouldn't even be in the NFL if they weren't on the Bears roster last season. Cole Komet was the Bears leading pass catcher. And I just think in general, this is an offensive situation that would have just sunk most quarterback prospects, just would have made them look so terrible. You think they were nothing. Fields kind of ends up pivoting his play style, ends up kind of just soloing these defenses by using his legs. And it seems like he's kind of getting penalized for it. Like he maximized his rushing ability. I just don't really see the, you know, he's done, he can't pass. Like what guys are going to be doing it in this situation? Now heading into 2023, there have obviously been upgrades at the wide receiver position. The Bears have also upgraded the offensive line. So I honestly would be surprised if Fields didn't take a serious leap as a passer. Now the bar is pretty low, right? Because the passing numbers did not look great last year. So I think a serious leap doesn't necessarily mean he turns into Patrick Mahomes or like a Joe Burrow, but I still think he can make a big jump as a passer this season. And I'm not saying we're going to get like a Diggs or AJ Brown season out of DJ Moore, because we have to recognize that those are like ceiling outcomes, right? Those are top tier wide receivers who just connect perfectly with now top tier NFL quarterbacks and Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts. 
but I also don't think it's impossible that he ends up taking that big leap and can be a high-end wide receiver two, low-end wide receiver one. Like, I don't think that's out of the uh, range of outcomes here. And it's not like we're drafting more as a high-end wide receiver two. Like, we're drafting him as the wide receiver 23. He's a fringe wide receiver two option, a back-end wide receiver two. So I do think the range of outcomes are wide. Is it possible that the Bears are just super run-heavy and Moore doesn't have much of a ceiling? Yeah, it's possible. It's also possible Fields really comes around as a passer. Moore is his clear-cut wide receiver one. And he could definitely overproduce at this uh, current ADP. So I do think he's worth the swing. And I do think he's a solid candidate to have a uh, bounce-back season here. Now, my third and final potential bounce back option, it's going to be Deontay Johnson. He was drafted as a mid-tier wide receiver two heading into last season. He was coming off of a uh, wide receiver nine finish in points per game in the 2021 season, and he was just an absolute target funnel, 10.6 targets per game, number two in total targets on the season, number four in target share. He produces a wide receiver one and only scored eight touchdowns, so it's not like he saw a uh, boom in that area. Unfortunately, in 2022, I talked about how I wasn't in on Moore last year. I was very in on Deontay Johnson, and that did not pan out. 2022, he was the wide receiver 41 in points per game. And I mean, there was one kind of clear glaring issue for Deontay Johnson, and that was the touchdowns. In 17 games and 147 targets, 147 targets, he didn't score one touchdown. If Deontay even scores three touchdowns, he's sitting right there in like the DJ Moore range as like a back-end wide receiver three, which still would have been disappointing, but that would have been like a low touchdown season. So I honestly don't understand how Deontay Johnson wouldn't bounce back from this season. For three straight years, he has proven that he is elite at commanding targets, 9.6 targets per game in 2020, 10.6 targets per game in 2021, and then 8.6 this past season. I think the Steelers passing attack is basically guaranteed to improve here heading into 2023. And then over 17 games, this Steelers passing attack had 12 total touchdowns. That is unbelievably bad. They also only averaged 215 passing yards per game. So Deontay being drafted currently as the wide receiver 38 is wild. Like we saw this dude finish as the wide receiver 41 in points per game in a terrible offense, a terrible passing attack where he was still able to command a really solid number of targets, but didn't score one touchdown. And now he's being drafted as if like, that's like his baseline production. Like that was his basement floor we saw last year, at least in my opinion. And that's where he's basically going this season. So I will be very in on Deontay Johnson. I firmly believe that Deontay should be picked ahead of George Pickens. And I think at worst, he should probably be picked as like a mid-tier wide receiver three. I think if you're getting him as your fourth wide receiver, you are getting an absolute steal and someone who will give you very consistent production, especially in PPR formats. So I do like Deontay Johnson as a strong bounce back candidate here. So that is going to wrap it up for my potential bounce back wide receivers. How are we feeling about these guys? Debo Samuel, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson. I don't know how people are going to feel about Debo Samuel. I feel like, you know, the takes on DJ Moore are going to be pretty polarizing. And I think Deontay, you know, who knows? But let me know down below. If you stayed all the way through the end, thank you. I uh, appreciate it. If you didn't check out my uh, bounce back running backs, that video is already up on my channel. So go check that one out. But thank you all again, and I will see you in the next one.